Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of This Week in Marvel, the official Marvel podcast, where we talk to everybody who wanders on into our office. we got a really great guest today. My name is Ben Morse. I'm the editor of Marvel.com. Sitting across from me over here is... Blake Garris. And i got to say, we don't interview everybody. We only interview what? like really important people that are cool and interesting. Yeah, well, the, what I'm trying to say is everyone who wanders into our office is very cool and interesting because we wouldn't let anyone else buy security. Not everyone, but in this case, e- everyone, because we have Johan from Lincoln Park. How you doing today? I'm good. I got to say, we met at Comic-Con. We did an interview, and I, I've said this three times to you before, but you were trying to play it cool like you weren't a comic book fan, but you are a big comic book fan, and why why were you so hesitant to uh, mention well, that? Well, I don't I don't know. I guess it's um, I don't I don't I don't want to wear that badge because I don't know everything <laughs> no. about comics. Because like you you say that, then people are gonna call you out on your. Sh- and, Somebody's gonna like have that yeah. one yeah. thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know. that's actually the mark of a true fan though, because yeah. he he has enough respect for the for the you know the lineage. He's yeah. not going to go out and call himself. Someone who just went and saw the movie and thinks they know everything will be like, oh, yeah, I'm a super fan. But real fans yeah. would be like, yeah, I'm a fan. I would say I'm aware of, yes. of most things, but I don't have a depth of knowledge of uh, each character in the world and all the stories. And, and all. Well, but but I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, how did you, how did you start reading comics? Um, let's see. Uh, I think when I was a kid, I saw mm-hmm. the uh, Secret Wars cover oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where uh, Hulk is holding up that, oh, yeah. that big rock and yep. all the other characters. And I was like... That's the coolest thing I've ever seen, and then that got me into looking at, I guess, like the Punisher covers, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the the painted ones. I think it was a four shot deal back yep. then, and then, um, and then uh, I started collecting Hulk. Actually, back then I was just I didn't even read them. I just yeah, I just like it was the visuals. Yeah, the visuals gotcha just, right away. Just, just caught me, and then um, I guess uh, eventually it got me to read. Yeah, uh, in general. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then flash forward, I you know and. Um, Sylvester was doing the X-Men, mm-hmm. Jim Lee, um, Claremont was doing yeah. X-Men, um, yeah, yeah, really got into the Extinction Agenda, and then, and then I guess the, the time where everyone was into comics. Right, um, 90s. The first wave, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the bubble was... Yep. <laughs> before uh, they killed Superman, and then it was all done. It was all downhill from there. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I kind of come from that era, Yeah. and then um, over recent years, just kind of got back into it. Um, Started collecting um, like um, key issues, like mm-hmm. Silver Age key issues, you know that kind of thing. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Now even now, even though you know you eventually got to read them, and obviously you got an understanding for the characters and everything like right now too. Is is the art still the big thing for you? Is that still like the big draw? Like how you decide what you're gonna read? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, um, one of my pet peeves is when the the cover doesn't match the inside. Mm, yeah, you know. Um, it's just uh, it pisses a lot of people off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, there's got to be a little bit yeah. uh, of a standard. Or if a great artist does like ten pages, and then that's I, I would say that's even worse. Yeah. And then you get some some guy that just just fills in the rest. Yeah, it looks like he did it in a day. Um, well, we for a while in the 2000s, the whole policy was to kind of avoid what you're talking about with the cover thing. Was all covers are basically just like like pinups, like posters. It's just like this is like a glamour shot of. Spider-Man. I don't know if glamour shot's the right word. Whatever. It's a generic shot of Spider-Man and the story inside. Yeah. Now, do you think, would you rather that and then you don't know what's going on inside, or would you rather something that doesn't match up? Uh, I guess it would depend on uh, 
if if the book was recommended, like if someone yeah. tells me it's a great story, I have to check it out. Then, yeah. then yeah, like one of my favorite all time all time books is uh, the Dark Knight series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember at the time I thought that looked like crap, but then mm. now flash forward, that's like some of my favorite art. Right. Yeah, you come to yeah. appreciate it. Because it was later so on. weird back then. I was yeah. Like, what? What the heck is this? I was I, I was the same way, way with uh, John Romita Jr. when I was a oh, kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't appreciate it when I was a kid, and as I got older, I was like, oh, that's yeah. that's pretty good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird how your taste The simplicity changed. and the yeah. dynamic, yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you collect comics on the road, or do you just, like, wait to get back and, and pick up stuff? Uh, It goes it go, goes in waves, I guess. Like, I'll, you know, if, if I get to a comic shop and then I'll see some books, I'll, I'll buy it, but then... Um, sometimes I'll start building up a stack knowing that I'm not able to finish the story. So then at some point after building a stack, I realize that I need to wait for the trades to come out <laughs> so I can read the whole story. I got to mention too, I know you, t- you talked about this at San Diego, but for fans who aren't aware, you have a pretty impressive collection of some pretty rare comics. Can you? Yeah. You said you had a Daredevil that was like... Oh yeah, I have a Daredevil, Daredevil number one. Nice. Which, uh, under the top tier of of uh, key Silver Age issues, it's it's known as the it's one of the more rare ones, mo- uh, most underrated. Yeah. So um, I don't know, it's actually a, a good good investment for people yeah. to, to get because it's uh, it's not valued as high as like uh, Tales of Suspense thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or because uh, Daredevil was kind of an under the radar character. Yeah, it's, there's just some people that kind of ruined it for pop culture mm. at some point. I don't yeah. Know if that, that had anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really excited about the new series coming out. The new TV know. show. And if you actually look at the books, the books are amazing. Yeah. I've never read, I've actually never read the earliest Daredevil, the like 60s stuff. Oh, me neither. You just have it. Yeah, I just have it. I was going to ask because I was like, <laughs> do you just have it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never checked that out. Yeah, I, I, I follow more like the, the Frank Miller mm-hmm. telling of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I feel like that's where most people jumped in. Yeah, because I, I think he brought something like really intense. Oh, no doubt. And I've, and someone told me the intensity that he brought to Daredevil actually influenced Batman to turn dark. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, when you look at it, Miller came right off of that, went on to Batman, and yeah. I think I think a lot of it definitely came from there. Yeah, because before that, he was, uh, like, the... He had a lot of different... Yeah, he was just kind of the smiley, the guy who you saw on like TV. The, yeah, the TV show, yeah. 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 I had a really great segue, and you guys ruined it. Oh, sorry, about Billy. comics. No, <laughs> try to talk about comics. I gotta comics. say... We, we can bring up comics again, but you mentioned the Daredevil series. You're working with a guy that is a part of the series mm-hmm. on a project. Oh, yeah. Um, did you know, did he, how did you find out, like, so Vincent D'Onofrio is executive producing and starring in your film. Correct? Yeah, well, he wrote he wrote the, the, the script. He adapted it from Eric Bogosian, who wrote the novel, and then co-wrote it with Sam Bisbee and Joe Vinciguerra. Um with the intention of directing it, but um, I was fortunate enough to have uh, been given the script and um, express interest in it and being able to meet him, and he was really open to the idea of meeting me and um, hearing my ideas, and um, when we met, um, I liked the script so much that I automatically assumed I was doing it, and we're, it was more of a creative conversation than me trying to sell myself, Right. and he's, he's just... Um, a really talented, um, knowledgeable, like experienced guy um, that um, he was able to, to, to see what we could build off together. So the collaboration through the entire process was, was really great with him. Um, plus his you know body work 
speaks for itself. And uh, yeah, we we made this this film called Mall. Um, shot it for eighteen days, and which is kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Probably faster than uh, some of these books are made. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah definitely faster. And yeah. having Eric Bogosian involved got to be crazy too, because he's got like his body of work's insane as well. Was that scary yeah. working with him or? Uh, well, I, did, I actually didn't didn't work directly with him because oh, really? you know being in LA and uh, him being out here in New York, um, we uh, it was hard hard to um, connect. And um, I actually wanted him to be in the film, but he had um, another gig mm-hmm. that he had to do. Uh, but um, yeah, like part part of it was uh, I really wanted to capture the essence of what what he was trying to do, but tell it my way. Right. Um, so uh, as I was planning, planning the uh, my take on, on the story, I actually didn't didn't read his book, you know, oh, until, wow. until a little bit later, um, and um, and it, and it, it's cool because um, there's some things that like were re- that are relevant to the time that he wrote it, and um, and for me the reason for doing that is because um, I wanted to make it relevant for 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 today, and uh, yeah, like when he. Actually, finally got to see the film. He was really complimentary of it. He said that I I, I understood the things that he was trying to do. Um, he wanted to do something um, punk rock and <laughs> or punk and awkward. <laughs> and and he said that that we did it. So that's awesome. Can you tell fans a little, a little brief synopsis of, of the film? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a story uh, revolving around uh, Jeff, who's our main character. He's um, this 18-year-old kid, uh, just just into college. He, you know, he's smart because he reads a lot, but he's kind of arrogant. Um, he's always sizing people up and assuming things about them. Uh, but his perceptiveness is pretty, pretty spot on in, in, in many ways. Um, you see that his imagination uh, really, really drives him, and um, he looks at people and critic critically sizes them up and um, sees that these people are really like self-destructive in many ways where people get caught in this rut in suburbia and mall the mall is a symbol of like that that uh, that cage that people put themselves in and um, we follow these these five different characters one's a a pervert that likes to hang out in the mall and look at chicks and another one's this horny housewife that um, that um, for some reason, she's not satisfied, so she kind of flaunts herself around. A security guard that just uh, from Haiti who has just kind of been cursed in life. Um, and then um, at the beginning, there's a, a meth addict that's just a, a sociopath. So the havoc that he wreaks at the beginning kind of becomes the catalyst. Oh wow! For um, for all these things to happen, for for Jeff to start connecting with all these people in in different ways, but. Um, uh, it becomes a journey, like the Odyssey or something, where he encounters these people and learns something different a- about them. And at some point, his friends that hangs out with within the mall, um, he uh, take, takes a drop of acid, and uh, it enlightens him, <laughs> uh, so so to speak, to see the world a little bit differently. That's crazy. Yeah. How can fans uh, see the film? Uh, it? It's what's the, what's the 17th? Uh, yeah, it comes out on October 17th. And uh, previous to that, we're showing the trailer uh, during our tour, and then you can also see it online. 
Oh, cool. And then uh, on September 25th, I'm going to be um, putting an art show together at Known Gallery in L.A. Uh, with a bunch of artists um, uh, with art inspired by the film. That's awesome. Well, what is it about Daredevil? Because would you say Daredevil is your favorite Marvel character? Yeah. Um, or is he just in the mix? Yeah, he's. I, I guess he's, he's in the mix because yeah. there's, so, there's so many characters that are... Um, cool in different different ways you know mm-hmm. like Wolverine is like probably in everyone's top 10 just yeah he's he's badass you know like I actually like the Sam Keith version where he has a, a, oh, guy, interesting. a beer belly yeah you know he's just like a slo- sloppy guy yeah you know that I love Sam Keith yeah but there's like a realness to that yeah um, with Dare, Daredevil it's like uh, I don't I, I, I guess it's a lot of it has to do with the the way Frank Miller mm-hmm. told, told the tale, you yeah, know? Um, especially the um, the four uh, issue um, Man Without Fear, Fear. Oh yeah, which I found out later that that was actually a, a film treatment. Oh no, that kidding. He did that didn't get sold. That would have been a great. All right, well, yeah. I'll just turn it into a book then. Yeah. And I'll, when I look at that, I'm like, why the f is yeah. that? <laughs> why did they do that instead of that? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, Man Without Fear. I didn't. I didn't even know that actually. I didn't know it was. Yeah, a film that would have been. The most amazing blueprint had Electra sure. and Kingpin and showed where he came yep. from in a very like really cool way. Yeah, it jumped from era to era yeah. very nicely. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So then you did you read that first and go back and read the other Miller stuff after the older stuff? Uh, I for me it's just always like really spotty. Yeah, like um, I think I first got into it because I liked, I think it was uh, it might have been Jarman Jr. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but like um, when Ty, the Typhoid Mary. Yeah. When she was in, I, yep. just, I thought that when I was as a kid, I thought that was like a crazy looking character. Yeah, right. So that that kind of sucked me in, and then um, later on, then uh, I read the Electra series mm-hmm. that, that he did. Um, so it's just kind of been all over the place, and then I guess I re- like the realization that I loved them came a little bit later. Yeah. Where I was like, oh man, like these are really great moments in my life that I like this this guy that. Right. Add it up. Yeah, it's one of those things when you're a kid, you just read random stuff, and it's not until later you realize they were all by the same person. Yeah. They're all the same character and stuff. Like yeah. That. So Which eventually led me to to buy, buy buy yeah. Daredevil number one because I wouldn't buy it if it wasn't special to me. Of course, yeah. You never sell that, would you? Uh. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. That's a yes. That's a yes. It hasn't taken too long. Yeah. Exactly. I'll trade right. for I'll trade it for Action Comics number one. Okay. <laughs> That's um, harsh. Do you come across other musicians that are big comics fans too? Or? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, we toured with uh, My Chemical Romance. Oh Gerard, yeah, Gerard. Mm, yeah, he's, big, uh, he's writing for us actually. Yeah, didn't yeah didn't he intern here? He oh, I didn't know he interned here, but I know yeah. he's I know he's. I think uh, he interned here and oh. kind of learned, and then he uh, he hung out with uh, who's who's the writer uh, the Watchmen guy. Oh, Alan Moore. Yeah, Alan Moore. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, he hangs out with That's him. crazy. Yeah, he's writing a Spider-Man book for us. Oh, okay. coming up. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the, the Umbrella Academy. is really cool. Yeah, I haven't cool. read the. Um, I read the first first one. Yeah, um, second one's good too. And then John Dolmayan. I don't know if you guys know him. He's the drummer for System of a Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But he was dealing comics before System of a Down was even a band. Mm-hmm. He's uh, set up comic booths at the Glendale mm-hmm. uh, Comic Convention. Way way back and then crazy. If, you, if you actually go to Comic Con mm-hmm. he's the the biggest um, dealer huh. he owns Torpedo Comics no kidding yeah he's, he's got the, the best the best stuff man most beautiful presentation yeah, um, yeah so he's he's always calling me up he's like alright alright Joe you gotta buy this book <laughs> I'm like uh, I don't I'm not, I don't have 
You may think I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a baby too. Yeah. Like, come on. You're gonna regret it because next time I call you, it's gonna it's gonna go it's up. It's gonna be more yeah. expensive. Just... How was the con for you this year? Did you get the water the floor? Or were you just yeah? I usually try time? to get there early, um, and hide from the security guys <laughs> to try to kick you out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I try to I try to walk the floor and see everything, and if there's something I want, I'll like I'll try to haggle with someone or see if I can get it. Um, this year I got the um, the two foot. Uh, Bill McMullen at it, which there was oh, only, wow. he only made 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Where are you going to keep that? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I've been on the road since, yeah. I, since I got it. I'll probably put it in my studio. So. Okay. Because he actually did another one mm-hmm. um, maybe maybe t- t- 10 or 15 years ago mm-hmm. that, that was a lot smaller, mm-hmm. you know, vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nerdy stuff. Nah, it's well, all good, man. Speaking of, uh, fans can check out the film, but what, what else can they... Yeah, I guess you'll be on tour uh, soon as well, or we're on tour now, on the Carnivores tour. Oh yeah, you're playing. You're playing Long Island, or you did we, play? We played last night at Jones okay. Beach. Uh, we're playing uh, Damien Lake, Darien Lake. Sorry, Darien Lake, uh, which is upstate. Tomorrow night, and then we have a couple shows in Canada. And then we're venturing off into the Midwest. Nice. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. And if people want to follow you online. Where can they go? Uh, there's LincolnPark.com, mm-hmm. all the tour dates. You know, I got my Instagram, which is uh, Mr. Johan. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, what else? I feel like I have a million social media things. But yeah, all roads lead, lead to those. <laughs> That's good. It's a good place to have a hub. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for coming and chatting yeah, with us. Awesome. Hopefully, you enjoyed the tour. Me. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk again soon. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, like Blake said, you know your stuff, and with the Daredevil TV show coming up, you know we can we can use your your connection. You can sneak oh, yeah. us on set. We can go talk to Vincent yeah. Donofrio. Actually, if we did this a little bit later on, we could have. But he's got uh, Vince's got a pretty busy oh, schedule. All right, but next time he's here. All right, well, maybe ne- you guys can go to him. Yeah, yeah. You'll let next us time. in. You'll be the one. Yeah, we'll sneak you. Next time. All right, guys. Until next time, this is Marvel, your universe.